everybody. Welcome to episode 41 here in What About Therapy. I'm Enoch Fossum, and I'm a certified mindfulness life coach. And I'm Austin Ivey, and I'm certified in the basics of acceptance and commitment therapy. And we're both going to school to be marriage and family therapists. In this episode, you guessed it, we have another acronym for you. We're going to talk about GIVE and how to give in your relationships, not just your intimate relationships, but with anyone you come in contact to. So let's get into it. Let's do it. All right, everybody. Here we go. We're going to do it. This episode's going to be pretty short. I mean, this acronym is short and simple. Mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful. It's great. This actually comes from DBT, from an article we read back was, in episode 39 about... No, it was it our... Was last... What about series? What about DBT? Yeah. It was... So last Thursday. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. Like two, three weeks ago, whenever this comes out. Mm-hmm. Not sure when. Oh, yeah, yeah. But because... We're going to see into the future here a little bit with us. Austin is going to be in Hawaii when this releases. Yes. So we, we couldn't miss a week. So we had to record in the. In bless the you, past. Austin. Bless you as you are yeah, in Hawaii. Yeah, I have to go. I just unfortunately have to be in Hawaii for seven That's days. terrible. It's going to be a terrible experience. Awful. Sitting on the beach eating shave ice. It's going to be terrible. When Almost this episode a... drops. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good. That was really facetious, but I'm, I'm very excited. So Anyway, <laughs> as you should be. Sorry, I didn't mean to shit on you. <laughs> it's whatever. That was a good should. Yeah, that was a good should. I should be excited to go you to You should Hawaii. be excited. If you're not, you have a... I can eat a bloodletting. <laughs> <laughs> Reference to our episode 40. If you haven't listened to it, go ahead and give it a listen. But anyway, this does come from DBT, Dialectical Behavior Therapy. This is from the article that we referenced in episode 8 of our What About series. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, we came across it and we were like, this would be an amazing episode yeah. topic. Because it, it really is a really cool framework, acronym, whatever you want to call it, yeah. to building your relationships a little bit deeper. And yeah. it's, it's so simple. And so, as a lot of our acronyms are that we share, super yeah. simple but very powerful. Yeah. And this is the more ACT side of DBT. Mm-hmm. Like we said, DBT is more of CBT and ACT combined. And this is more of the ACT side of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's jump right into it. So here with the G is gentle. Gentle as in don't attack, threaten, or judge others. And the, the, the context of this is communicating with other people. doesn't matter who it is. This acronym will work. And so when you are communicating to anyone, this is, this is what's going to help you. So gentle. Don't attack, threaten, or judge others. And I think... A lot of these are really self-explanatory. I mean, if you did threaten, judge, and attack someone, like verbally, then they would just shut down, put up their walls, and you wouldn't be able to communicate with them. Yeah, it just kind of um, makes a person reactive. Like if you've ever, right. you've yeah. ever been attacked verbally or like judged by someone, like your, like a spouse or just anyone in a, in a community, like in communication, they just attack you. At least I feel this way. I can't speak broadly. But I know that it's pretty common to just feel like you need to go into your bunker and defend yourself and either throw attacks or judgments back. Yeah. Or just remove yourself from the situation, stonewall the person, and feel just differently about them. So it's it's a very unhelpful thing. So I think it's a really good place to start is to remember to always be gentle in your relationships. Yeah. Because I would assume that most people want to get receive that from people. Right. So you need to 
be the change that you want to see in the world. Dude, <laughs> Michael Jackson, I swear. He had it figured out, at least with that. Like, there was a lot of aspects of his life <laughs> that were change. messed up. But he had that figured out. Yeah, what was that? In our a couple episodes ago, we referenced that same thing. We did a little hee-hees, too. Little <laughs> Michael Jackson's hee-hee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really, it's a, it's true. Like, just be gentle because I'm sure everyone listening wants to receive that gentleness from the people in their lives. Yeah, and it really does turn you into uh, reactive instead of responsive. And yeah. That's what we, we, that's what we want is to be responsive, not reactive yeah. in any conversation. Because nothing, nothing good really comes from being reactive. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I guess we can go into the next one, which yeah. is the I. So G-I, the I is interest. To show interest with good listening skills, meaning don't interrupt someone else to speak. And I think this is a hard one to, to pick up on or to, it's a good, it's a hard skill to learn. At least for me, it was. I think it is too. And, um, but if you think about the last It's like time, don't interrupting. What? Sorry. <laughs> See, I have a hard time with it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you think about the last time that someone genuinely showed interest towards you, yeah. And like really leaned into who you are as a person. Like my wife does it all the time and she's awesome with it. And So does mine actually. Yeah. She's really good. Wives are just it. good. I try to do it back, but there's not like my wife just has the active listening skill. Like she's just yeah. born with it. And I feel like that's yeah. the case for, I don't want to generalize women, but I would say that a lot of women are born with that empathy. I mean, that's a good thing. Listening. Definitely not a bad thing. Oh, absolutely. I think it's a good overgeneralization <laughs> to yeah, think right? that every woman is a good active listener. But I know my wife is and my mom is and every woman I know is that way. But to, to, to feel that genuine interest from someone is such a special feeling. And then on the flip side, to always be interrupted by someone is a very yeah. terrible, annoying, agitating feeling that when you're just trying to get your point across and have a genuine conversation. They just interrupt you. It's all they do. And you can tell when... <laughs> you can, it's really good. You can tell when, like, even when they're listening, they're just getting ready to say the next thing. Right. Instead of actually hearing... Because you can listen to someone, but not actually hear... You can hear what they say, but not listen. That's the saying mm. that yeah. you can hear the words and they're just kind of like coming in one ear out the other. Um, but you can never truly be listened to. There's an old, I don't know if anyone loves likes 21 Pilots. I'm a huge 21 Pilots nerd. There's this song lyric that says, I don't want to be heard. I want to be listened to. Mm. And um, that that's always stuck with me. And it's kind of cool. guided me through my marriage. And because uh, every, I think every person, especially in a marriage and or just a relationship in general, just wants to be heard and, or I mean, wants to be generally listened to and have like the reciprocation that comes with actually being listened to the, the genuine communication that doesn't involve interruption. Yeah. When you can tell the person is hearing everything you have to say and listening to it and processing it fully. Right. Yeah. I mean, like genuine interest is allowing that person to be heard. Mm -hmm. So you're listening to them enough to be heard. That's kind of, when you listen, they feel heard. And those kind of go hand in hand there. And we always talk about Tony Overbay. He's one of our, um, we fanboy over Tony Overbay as the host of the Virtual Cast awesome. podcast. He's he, great. Personally, one of the reasons I want to be a marriage and family therapist. He's amazing. So if you haven't checked out his podcast, he's amazing. Hopefully we're going to have him on soon. We've worked with him. We're trying to work with him to, yeah, to we get will. him on. And he's amazing. When, and yeah. he always says to be heard is to be healed. Yeah. And I think that specifically applies to relationships. To heal mm-hmm. not only you as a person, but to heal your relationship is to genuinely hear each other. Yeah. And obviously that great. applies to marriage, but if you have a like a like a child and like you have a hard time communicating, um maybe try listening. 
to them rather than just lecturing them and things like that. So and that, I'm just showing how that can apply to parenthood. But yeah, um, yeah, it to be heard is to be healed, and I think that's the the anecdote you can take from from interest, the eye there. Yeah, and quite recently, I I thought about this and tried to apply it as I was listening to someone. I like made direct eye contact with them, was nodding my head, and showing that I was really listening to them and doing my best to give them my full attention. And later they said, thanks for listening to me. Thanks for hearing me type of thing. And I was like, hmm, that's cool. Yeah. You know, and even though I didn't say anything, they felt it. Like, thanks for listening to me. It's such a... Like, cool. It's a special feeling for like, it goes both ways. Like when you show... <clears throat> Like the person being listened to, like that's such a that's a powerful feeling, and you can yeah. you can see why Tony Overbay says that to be heard is to be healed. And but then you get that reciprocation back when they come back to you and say thank you for listening to me, and you see how much that helped them. It's like an upward spiral that just it's just a bunch of warm it fuzzy flourishes. feelings, you know. Like it's it's amazing. Yeah. Not yeah, that the cool. the warm feelings are the goal, but it definitely is an amazing byproduct of true, passionate, empathetic listening. Right. Yeah, you don't focus on the product, you focus on the process. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, that brings produces the product. Amen. Amen and amen. amen. So moving on, you got gentle interest, and the V is for validation or to validate. So that means to acknowledge the other person's thoughts and feelings. Now, this one's interesting, and it can be hard. Because validating doesn't mean agreeing with them which is, can be confusing for a lot of people. Because let's say someone's feeling hurt, okay? Now, feelings are always valid. Feelings are real. It doesn't matter what happened. Mm. The fact is they're feeling a certain way. So let's say they're feeling sad or feeling angry. And what they did was wrong in your point of view, let's say, right? Or even not in your point of view. You may disagree or like objectively yeah. it could just be wrong. But yeah. they, they feel a certain way that is unfortunate. Right. Yeah. And so to validate them doesn't mean you agree or disagree with what they did. Validating means you acknowledge the way that they feel. So it's something like, I notice or I see that you feel this way. Or you must feel really bad right now. And I'm really sorry. And just acknowledging the way they feel, it's not the same as agreeing with them or, oh, yeah, that was so dumb, or you shouldn't have done that, or whatever it is. It's or not, on the flip side, like kind of playing into an incorrect or logical thought yeah, process. Yeah, like, like, oh, yeah, you're totally in the right to feel that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, okay, I take that back. Everyone, like, like I said, everyone's feelings are valid, but again, the situation always is not or what caused that feeling. And so like you were saying, even if it's positive, not playing into that and feeding that, mm-hmm. like saying, like blaming it on someone else, like, yeah, oh yeah, what he did was was dumb or what she did. Like you, you're like, you're right, nothing's wrong here. Like, yeah, you're yeah, not validating exactly, the situation. Yeah, it's like good proper validation is not validating the situation. It's validating how the person felt about the situation. Yeah, you're not so, saying like you're in the right or you're in the wrong. It's saying, I see you. Yeah, that's for the person to decide and work out by themselves. And that, of course, they're asking for help, and then you can have that conversation because that's not validation. That's support. But when you're when you're focused on validating, what the V is in this acronym is just focusing on making sure the person feels safe, 
to tell you how they really feel because of the way that you react when they tell you how they feel. Yeah. By validating them properly. Yeah. And your emotions don't need feeling. Don't need... <laughs> your emotions don't need feelings. <laughs> Just kidding. Your emotions don't need a reason to yeah, be there. Exactly. And... So the fact is that they are there and just acknowledging them. And if you've heard our ACT episodes, that's huge in ACT mm. is to acknowledge that they are there and Let move, them on, come, move on. Let them come, stay, and go. Yep. Yeah. Drop the anchor in the storm and notice the storm. It'll, it'll pass. Yeah, exactly. So, But get some validation yeah. as you're going through that storm. Absolutely. And I think, and then again, flipping it back on its head to show both sides. I like doing this. Um, that when you're the person being validated, it's important for you to remember that they're not going, they, it's not their responsibility to validate them in the way that you want to be validated. Mm. Another thing from yeah. Tony Overbay. Um, he has a really good episode. I don't know what episode it is, but one I of his I want to give <laughs> something. I want to make sure he gets the credit. It's, it's somewhere yeah. in the last 20 for sure. It's amazing. He, and he's on the kick right now. He talks about it a lot. So I think he has three or four episodes on it. Maybe just two or three. I don't know. But he talks about that it's not your responsibility to validate someone in the way that they want to be validated. And then on the flip side, you can't expect that right. from your spouse, from your parent, from your, I don't know, your boss, whoever you're talking to. Um, and, you're, it, that's, and that's a sign of responsibility or a sign of maturity, I should say. Emotional that maturity. It's their, All their job is, especially as a spouse or like a significant other or a, good, a close friend, their job is to just simply validate you. And like we yeah. were just talking about, to validate the, the emotion itself. And so you need to be okay with whatever way they validate them, with right. whatever way they validate you, because they're just trying their best. And so, and, and again, the flipping it back on its head again, as the person validating, you should be aware of um, the person's love languages and what really truly helps them. And yeah, because that's what relationships are about, or learning the other person and being aware of what truly helps them. So again, and that's a balance thing. I just wanted to show both sides there that yeah, if you're getting perfect. frustrated because your spouse isn't validating you in the way you want to, the problem is with you, not with them. Most of the time, maybe they're just apathetic and neglectful, but I'd say most of the time, and I've noticed this with myself that I don't feel like I've noticed that I don't, my wife doesn't validate me in the ways that I want to sometimes. And, um, that's my fault because she's just validating me in the way that she sees fit and the way that her energy levels and her the way that she feels about the situation. Like when I tell her about this exciting new Star Wars news and I'm super <laughs> pumped about it, about how um, this rumor came out about the brand new Kenobi show that's coming out next month and I'm super pumped about it. And she just goes, wow, cool. <laughs> and that's what she does. And like, and she, sometimes she gets way more excited yeah. about certain things. Yeah. And I'm I'm putting her in a bad light. She gets she loves Star Wars as much as I do. But that was just a, for instance that sometimes that happens i get really excited about it and she she validates me in the way she sees fit and then i just feel like oh she didn't validate me in the way right. i wanted to like she doesn't she doesn't match the level of your passion yeah she doesn't about a certain she doesn't topic. come to where i want to be you know and right. um yeah and that's that's pretty common i feel like i know yeah. Um, oh, yeah and so it's good to remember that that's not their responsibility that your your responsibility is to take whatever validation they give you and be appreciative of it and be grateful yeah. for it and i feel like a lot of people when they are seeking validation quote unquote they're looking for people to feed into it mm -hmm. and to say that they're right and the other person's wrong. And now that's not validation. And so don't expect that from someone who really knows how to validate, which a lot of people don't, but it's becoming more, people are becoming more aware of what validation really is. And so don't expect people to just feed into it. 
That's yeah. not validation. Like, then what are you? What healthy. are you really wanting at that point? Yeah. You know, do you just want to be told you're right to feed your ego, or do you really want to be validated and just to be heard? Yeah. Because, like we said, to be heard is to be healed. Yeah. So, and there's a difference in those. Yeah. So you want to focus on the most helpful things, like we talk about all the time. Right. What's most helpful? The most helpful thing is to just simply take emotional validation, not situational support. I guess like that. Yeah. Like you're gonna be on my side in this battle against this situation. Just gas to the fire. Yeah, and I think for a lot of situations that can be super un- super unhealthy, and so it's best yeah. to just show your support and love and emotionally validate. And yeah. we don't need to go over that again. That that's a topic we could probably have an episode all of itself yeah, on for sure. Um, but I guess last one here. So we went through gentle, interest, validate or validation, and the last one is easy, and. I guess what we mean by that is to have, try to have an easy attitude. So to smile often and be lighthearted. And I love this like humanistic approach yeah. to this final thing, like the Carl Rogers type of aspect here that, you know, I, we take ourselves way too seriously in relationships sometimes. And a simple smile in a time of like maybe an argument in your, like a relationship or when things are getting a little heated. Um, I love the, we talked about this earlier today in a parenting workshop that we were doing that there's the five-year rule. Like, is this going to matter in five years? Is this going to matter in 10 years? Mm -hmm. Is this going to matter even next week? And for me, that's a really good way to to ground myself to the present moment. You know, like, what what matters most here? Like, I might be frustrated in this situation. Maybe I'm, like, sad or maybe I'm just angry or frustrated or, I don't know, hungry. I don't know. (laughs) Hangry. Um, And the relationship kind of goes on the back burner at that point because you're focused on, like, how you feel and... yeah you're taking yourself maybe a little bit too seriously in some situations like that. Yeah. I like that last one a lot just because it reminds you of what's going to help the relationship the most. And that's to just be lighthearted and remember that the relationship should take precedence yeah. in situations. Yeah. And I really like this one too. I feel like this one can be one of the most neglected mm-hmm. because we can go through the first three and be all right. And then we tend to take ourselves too serious which can be an issue and we don't i don't think we smile as much as we should should (laughs) yeah honestly as much as we need to smile i don't think we are as lighthearted as we can be Mm -hmm. Um, we far too often take ourselves way too serious and that could be damaging honestly and life isn't as bright and fun as it can be yeah when you are easygoing and that doesn't mean that you're always sarcastic always saying jokes always being, facetious yeah 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 there's a balance between that and it's just trying to find what that is for you what is being yeah. easy you know I, yeah i there's this i love this podcast um like i was talking about earlier i'm a star wars nerd and there's this podcast called star wars theory and every monday i'm gonna be listening to this tomorrow at work because they do a live stream about random star wars stuff and it's like five hours long and i love it <laughs> and there's this one guy who's not he's not on the star wars theater he has his own podcast but he joins this podcast and he always talks about they talk about the more political things in star wars and how it's hmm. like people will bring it up in the live streams like oh this is all politics you know they say no nah, man it's not that deep like it's not that deep and that's really stuck with me hmm. and i really applied that that's into cool. my life i say it to myself like if i'm getting like worked up over something and I'm taking myself a little bit too seriously, I'll just say to myself, it's not that deep. <laughs> like yeah. it really isn't. And that's I think cool. that's, I think I like that's that the problem actually. that you were bringing up is we take ourselves too yeah. seriously and we think way too deep into things because we have the ability to, because of our 
complex human awesome brains. brains. We we can think deeply about things, and so we do, and therefore, it causes problems. We get when lost we do it too much because we have the ability to just think about thinking and then think about the fact that we were thinking about thinking, and then it's just like, oh, it's a yeah. We talked about that before, and I think that's one of my intrigue. The biggest intriguing things about psychology is those abilities, yeah. But all the problems that they create, and right. so. If you find yourself taking if you find yourself taking yourself too seriously, just Stop remember it. it's not that deep. <laughs> it's that's cool. It's I not really like that. Deep. Actually, it reminds me of the quote from Alan Watts: "A man who thinks all the time has nothing to think about but thoughts." Yeah, the 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 TikTok trend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 and that's so true. You can get lost in the sauce, man. Yep, <laughs> and it's not that deep. Yeah, shout, really out to, shout out to Josh of Den of Nerds. I think that's his podcast. There you go. Yeah. You're the man, Josh. I don't know his last name, but his name is Josh. You're awesome, Josh. Yeah. But it's true. And of course, like there are moments and times when we obviously need to be more serious. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and fill that role. But then to remember that when that situation's over, okay, it's not, it's not that deep. It's can, not that deep. There's this guy, I don't exactly know who he is, at least his name, but I know that, so I'm a huge watch guy. I'm a watch enthusiast. I love watches. I love learning the history of them. There's a guy who had, theoretically, all the money in the world. He was super rich. This is a real dude, by the way. Mm -hmm. He could buy any watch that he could, ever wanted, like, and watches are expensive. Like, there's a watch that has four different faces on it that costs about a million dollars. And he could buy that watch if he wanted. And he did buy those watches, but he never wore them. He only wore a Mickey Mouse watch. Mm. And the reason he wore that was every time he looked down at the time, he reminded himself to not take himself too serious. Hmm. It's kind of cool. Even though he had all this money, had whatever he wanted, he always reminded himself not to take himself too serious with his Mickey Mouse watch. Hmm. So there's little things like that. Like like it's that. not that deep, man. If you think about where that would take a relationship when you aren't grounded, yeah. like... If you look at the celebrity relationships in the world and giving what's going on in the most recent celebrity drama with, with Jack Sparrow, Jack Sparrow and whatever character she plays in Aquaman, um, Amber Heard, like that, that's a, if, you, if anyone's watched those videos and the, listened to those recordings, that's an obvious situation where they aren't following these four steps, yeah. but they're taking themselves way too seriously, both sides, I would say, but there's obviously someone more in the wrong. We won't get into that now, but I would say most relationships that aren't grounded in reality and that don't that take themselves way too seriously. Yeah. They get into just unnatural territory that humans shouldn't be in. Just this like elitist mentality of like elitist in the relationship and above other people. And I love that example of the Mickey Mouse watch because even mm -hmm. if you are at a place where you are pretty serious and you're like Ron Burgundy type of thing where you're, mm -hmm. you're a pretty big deal. Like, I don't know, maybe you are. <laughs> yeah. But to stay grounded is really going to help even just your relationships in your life. Yeah. To be able to, to remember that it's not that deep is... To, to think that it could help your relationship is something I never thought about before. And yeah. So hopefully, that, hopefully you guys listening feel that same way. That it um that these four things, especially this last part of staying grounded, can help your relationship. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. What so, a simple episode. Simple topic. but Simple topic. So... Just a recap for you. Give gentle, interest, validate, and easy. And obviously, if you apply all these, it doesn't mean your relationships and your conversations are going to be great. But 
they will be a lot better. Mm -hmm. I will say that than if you don't follow them. So I really do hope you learned something new and please go ahead and apply this. Give it a try. If it works for you, awesome. If it doesn't, it'll still make your life a little bit better. I'm going to try it. If anything, yeah. it's not that deep. It's not that deep. Don't take, don't take yourself too seriously. Wear a Mickey Mouse watch if you need to. I'm going to get one actually. I will. I'll find one. Because his hands are the, <laughs> the literal hands in the watch. That's cool. I don't wear watches anymore. Maybe I should get one. That'd be sweet. I'll get you one. Okay. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> okay. Or I'll get you a Mickey Mouse one. I'll get Minnie. Oh, that's or cute. Or vice versa. <laughs> we are, wear, we are wearing, wearing matching shirts right now. Oh, I forgot so. to say that. We're literally wearing matching shirts. Wasn't planned either. Wasn't planned. And like they're the exact same. Like pattern, color, size of... That's like a blue shirt with little white polka dots. Yeah. And it's the same shirt, just long sleeve versus short sleeve. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's awesome. We're cute. We are. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you for listening, everyone. And we'll talk to you next week. See ya. What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? Yeah. What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy, yeah? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy, yeah?